Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Another victory for a Michigan foster care ministry. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, as a result of a federal court ruling in 2019 that faith-based and foster care adoption agencies in Michigan cannot be forced to close because they will not compromise their religious beliefs by placing foster children with same-sex or unmarried couples, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has now ordered or been ordered to continue working with St. Vincent Catholic Charities and to pay the organization legal fees $550,000. Holly, this comes after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled unanimously last year in favor of Catholic Social Services, another foster care agency that also refused to compromise its religious beliefs by placing children with same-sex couples. Yeah, remember the, the case we talked about, Fulton versus City of Philadelphia, that ruled that a foster care agency had the First Amendment right to restrict placement to families that follow its religious beliefs. Now, granted, there's, uh, I think, hundreds of thousands, 400,000 children nationwide that are in need of foster care. And uh, in Michigan alone, there's like 13,000 children in foster care and 300 that still need to be adopted. Um, so you've got all these children that need a safe place. You don't want to take a child that's already experienced trauma, that's already very vulnerable, and put them in a situation with a same-sex couple that I would not say would be the best choice for that child. And so that's what these foster care agencies are defending the right of these children to be placed in homes with a married mother and father. Yeah, take for example the Catholic Social Services Ministry. It had been in existence for decades and it had licensed a number of individual foster care parents or families that are licensed underneath them. And they have for many years accepted foster care children into their homes. So they had been very committed to helping these children that are already going through trauma. I mean, you can imagine that the child is, for whatever reason, taken from their parents' house and placed in a foreign home. That's very traumatic. You want to lessen that trauma as much as possible and provide for them as much as possible a good role model right. of a mom and a dad in a good environment. And so not only do they want to provide this good environment for the children, whether that might be temporary and returning back to the parents or guardians, or possibly even permanent and being placed up for adoption. But in this case, the Catholic Charities Organization also has a very significant religious reason for its placement. It did not want to place these children in an environment that is contrary to God's design for the family. And, and that's what Michigan was trying to do. They came up with a new state adoption policy that was trying to force these agencies to put children in homes where there are same-sex couples. Yeah, and so what you would have in that situation is 
a, a permanent absence of the opposite gender. Whatever it is, two men, two women, you'd have a permanent absence of the opposite gender. And that could be even more confusing for the child. And so, interestingly, Holly, the uh, Department of Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, that's part of the overseeing of these adoptions or licensing of these agencies, sent out a letter uh, just before they sent out a subsequent letter. There are two letters. The first letter was, we need more foster parents because so many kids are in the foster uh, scenario. Why? Because of drugs like fentanyl. Right. And the parents are getting addicted to fentanyl, so the kids are being removed, and so the foster care uh, placement was uh, stressed, and they wanted more foster care parents. Fine. Well, about, what, two weeks later or shortly thereafter, they sent out another letter. And this went to the religious organizations, including the Catholic Social Services, saying that now you have to, in order to continue in your ministry, place children in households with same-sex couples. That's when the Catholic Social Services said no. It's unfortunately when Bethany Christian Services said, okay, we'll compromise our beliefs, and they said yes, and uh, they caved. Well, Catholic Social Services did not cave, thank God, that they stood strong. And they took their case all the way to the United States Supreme Court, and that's the case of Fulton versus City of Philadelphia, in which the Supreme Court ruled unanimously in favor of that uh, foster right. care agency. I mean, going back for St. Vincent's and the adoptive parents, Chad and Melissa Buck, sued the state and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And these two amazing parents have adopted five special needs children. You know, and those are probably a little more difficult to place in a good adoptive home when you have special needs on top of the other trauma and, and abuse they've faced. And so they sued the state and stood for their religious beliefs and said, no, you cannot force children foster care or adoption with same-sex couples. And they won. Yeah. And so back in October, so this, these are two different cases, but the same state. Right. And so you have, uh, well, actually two different cases. Uh, one is uh, in one state, in um, Michigan, and uh, this is involving uh, the attorney general, mm -hmm. and the other is in Pennsylvania, in the city of Philadelphia, but the issues are the same. And so then regarding St. Vincent, the legal settlement just recently came. The judge said that, you know, the state has to continue working with St. Vincent's and it's got to pay a legal fees of $550,000. Yeah, so this Fulton case out of Pennsylvania uh, has now had an impact around right. the country on so many others. And it's also, I think, an example uh, to Bethany Christian Services. Don't right. compromise right. your Christian values. Don't run from these fights. Don't pick them, but don't run from them. Because it's the children that end up paying the greatest price. It's the children, and, you know, you might, you might save your skin right now, but what about what are you doing to everyone else? Right. And if it weren't for Catholic social services in Philadelphia, we wouldn't have the Supreme Court case. And then if it weren't for the Supreme Court case with Catholic social services, we may not have the Michigan case. This case in Michigan was a very strong uh, LGBTQ advocate, Attorney General Dana Nessel. Uh, she was really pushing these foster and adoption uh, agencies in Michigan to also push this LGBT agenda as well. 
but the judge in that case found that uh, the state was discriminating against faith-based agencies such as St. Vincent uh, Catholic Charities. And that charity has been in existence for 70 years, 70 years, mm -hmm. seven decades specializing in finding foster and adoption uh, homes for hard-to-place older children, sibling groups, and children with special needs. You know, and I just I would just say that these organizations that say they're faith-based that claim the name of the Lord, and uh, you know, it just goes to show you when you stand for His righteousness, for His truth, in order to you know help these children, He will eventually prevail. When you compromise and cave, um, that's not a good situation. No, it's not. And the Never. children end up paying the price. The children and others that you need to fight for as well. Right. You know, you take Michigan as an example. Uh, before 2018, the state allowed faith-based agencies to refer unmarried and same-sex couples to other adoption agencies. So if they came to your agency, you could refer them to some other agency that would handle those individuals, but you didn't have to violate your principles or beliefs. But then there was an election that took place. Elections have consequences. And then uh, Attorney Nessel uh, won the 2018 election for Attorney General. And then she also then went after these child care placing agencies, referring to them as hate mongers. In his 2019 ruling, the judge in this case said Nessel forced St. Vincent to choose between its religious beliefs and its contract with the state, and that violated the First Amendment Free Exercise Clause. It is very critical to, for faith-based organizations, Christian organizations, to continue to be true right. to their Christian values and beliefs. And right now, what we're seeing in these uh, fights, these battles over foster care and adoption agencies, uh, they're being targeted and you need to stand strong. For more information, if you have questions, or you're being uh, pressured by your state agency to violate your sincere religious beliefs, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. Click on the Legal Help tab, lc.org. Click on Legal Help. For more information, you can also visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. Continue to pray for our team and pray for our clients as we work with individuals all over the country to continue to advance religious freedom. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.